really get back home into God's hand, you don't have to dodge bullets because the Most High is protecting you. And when you read the word, you'll see that all you have to do is be still and the Most High will fight for you. He is our rock, our redeemer. He fights for you. All you have to do is be still and he will fight for you. You don't have to shoot bullets. You don't have to dodge bullets. You don't have to block bullets. You just have to be still. Put your faith in Yah. Put your fear in him. Pray to him and be still. And I'm telling you, the Most High will fight for you like you've never seen anyone fight for you before and protect you like no one has ever protected you before. He's our rock, our redeemer. All right, what's up, Lightworker? Welcome back to TPR. This is Ryan Wilson. Thanks for listening. So this episode is really going to flow quite nicely from my last episode, where in the second half of last episode, I was speaking about and explaining how no one can deliver anyone out of the Most High's hand. And I'm also going to continue this theme from the last couple of episodes speaking about how a lot of what we've been told in schools and just what is accepted in our society is actually a lie. But to pick up from the second half of last episode, speaking about no one being able to deliver out of the Most High's hand, let's get the scripture for that. It's Deuteronomy thirty-two thirty-nine. See now that I, even I, am he, and there is no Elohim with me. I kill and I make alive, I wound and I heal, neither is there any that can deliver out of my hand. So that is the scripture that tells us no one can deliver someone out of the Most High's hand. And one more time, Deuteronomy 32, 39. See now that I, even I, am he, and there is no Elohim with me. I kill and I make alive. I wound and I heal, neither is there any that can deliver out of my hand. So with that being said, that's what I was explaining, just the concepts and the explanations in the second half of the last episode, explaining how that scripture is true and how no one can be delivered out of the Most High's hand, aside from just the scripture itself telling us. And as far as the first half of last episode and then the episode before that, speaking about things that are accepted in our society, things that we learned in school that are actually lies. So that's where this episode comes in speaking about germs. And so this is really kind of a long-awaited episode. I've thought about this episode for quite a long time, just waiting for the right time to create the episode and put it out. So I'm excited to do this episode on germs. So I'm going to come at this episode from two different angles. First, I'm going to explain just from the perspective and the angle of the Most High, kind of expanding upon that scripture I just read in Deuteronomy, saying that the Most High wounds and he heals, he kills and he makes alive. No one can deliver out of the Most High's hand. I'm going to relate that to germs. 
And then I'm also going to go from the angle of just showing how what we've been taught about germs is really a complete lie. That's why a couple episodes ago, speaking about the firmament and understanding how space is a complete lie, science, a lot of what we get in science is just complete lies. And what we were told about germs is really complete lies. So some of you that may have already been in this truth, some of you that may be conspiracy theorists, you may be familiar with the germ theory because that's exactly what it is. If you look up and Google germ theory, it's just the current accepted theory of what germs and diseases and viruses and bacteria all is. It's a theory that the whole world is believing. It's, it's quite literally a theory. So if you want to look more into this. I'm going to cover more into it in this episode, but just generally, if you want to do your research on your own, go over to BitChute. Specifically, BitChute is just a website similar to YouTube. Just go over to BitChute and just search germ theory and you will get countless videos of doctors explaining the germ theory, explaining how what we've been taught about germs is a complete lie, the opposite of truth, really. And I'm going to explain a little bit more, but go over to BitChute if you want to learn more about the germ theory. That's the easiest way to just find uncensored videos on BitChute. Just search germ theory. Uh, some videos that people like are from Dr. Andrew Kaufman, Dr. Lorraine Day are just two doctors that I notice a lot of people like their work. These are legit doctors explaining the germ theory. So you could search that on BitChute germ theory and you can pick and choose to hear doctors themselves explain to you the real truth about germs, which we're going to get to a little bit later on in this episode. But first, I want to just go from the angle of the most high, right? So in Deuteronomy 32, 39, one more time, see now that I, even I am he, and there is no Elohim with me. I kill and I make alive. I wound and I heal. Neither is there any that can deliver out of my hand. So in addition to what we covered in the second half of the last episode, let's explain how this is true, right? So when we hear science, when we hear germs, right, we just think a lot of people who are cardinal, who are surface, who don't, they're not in the most high's hand, they don't fear the most high, they believe that this world is all science, it's all germs, and that it's just you could randomly catch a disease. You could randomly catch this. You could randomly get sick. You could randomly get sick and die. But right here, we see that the Most High determines who lives, who dies. The Most High determines who is wounded, who is healed, right? So every single thing that happens to us, it is all controlled and allowed by the Most High. If someone is going to get sick, it's allowed by the Most High. If someone is going to get cancer, it's allowed by the Most High, right? So that's how that scripture in Deuteronomy is true. So it's not just random. You don't just randomly get sick. If you're in the Most High's hand, Yah might let you, you know, feel sick for a couple of days. But as far as cancer and all these really extreme diseases and sicknesses and illness, if you're in the Most High's hand, fearing the Most High, doing the whole duty of man, like we covered in TPR 153, which is fearing the Most High and keeping the commandments. If you're doing all that, it's quite simply, it won't be in the plan of the Most High for you to get a really extreme illness, a really extreme disease. And the most that will happen to you is just, you know, you get sick for a couple of days if you do something wrong and you need to be humbled, you need a small judgment from the Most High. 
So as far as cancer and diseases, these are all things that the Most High uses for his judgment. For example, myself, and this is also going to kind of preview my next episode, Most High Willing, um, as far as myself, I have Crohn's disease, right? So that's a that's a real disease. I, I have the, the true real disease of Crohn's disease, right? However, I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease years ago before I was born again, before I was in the hand of the Most High, before I was doing the whole duty of man, fearing the Most High and keeping his commandments. I wasn't doing that. I didn't fear the Most High. I didn't keep his commandments. So that was a judgment on my life when I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease years ago. And Crohn's disease is something that you have your entire life, right? However, in my next episode, Most High Willing, I will speak more about really the miracle and the helping, the extreme help that I got from the Most High in, let's say, curing the Crohn's disease or just really helping it to not have symptoms anymore as far as the Crohn's disease. So, right, this this is what I'm saying is Crohn's disease is a lifelong disease, but what we just heard in Deuteronomy is that the most high wounds and he also heals. So a few years ago, that was a judgment on my life when I got Crohn's disease and I was really messed up from it. Now that I got back into the most high's hand, the most high can cure that for me. So when you really fear the most high, when you really get understanding from the most high, you understand that there is nothing the most high can't do. Even if you have a lifelong disease, the most high can cure a lifelong disease. The most high can cure Crohn's disease because he is the one that wounds you with Crohn's disease so he can also heal it. Same thing with cancer. You know what I'm saying? A person quite literally could be diagnosed with a terminal cancer and it wasn't just random that the person gets cancer. It is a judgment from the most high and he is the one that is wounding that person with the terminal cancer. So the most high could also heal the person from incurable cancer because it's all coming from the Most High. So the Most High Yah uses cancer, he uses diseases as his judgment, right? So when you're not in the Most High's hand, that's how you could randomly catch a disease. You could randomly catch cancer. You could randomly catch any type of judgment, any type of sickness, any type of disease. When you're in the Most High's hand, if you're in the Most High's hand, he's not even going to put you through anything heavy like this. Like I said, me with Crohn's disease, that was before I was in the Most High's hand. And then once I got back into the Most High's hand, Yah made it a million times easier for me. And he started to heal that wound that he wounded me with years ago before I was in the Most High's hand, serving him, fearing him, keeping his commandments. So all of these things, diseases, cancer, sickness and illness, they are coming directly from the Most High. And if you're not in the Most High's hand, that's how you could randomly catch, well, what seems to be randomly catch these things, but it would be just the judgment from the Most High. He's placing that judgment on your life. And that's exactly what happened with me with the Crohn's disease. I wasn't fearing the Most High. I wasn't keeping his commandments, honoring the ways of the Most High. So he placed that judgment on my life. But what I will speak about more in my next episode, Most High Willing, is how that judgment on my life really actually helped me to become saved. And it really just put a lot of things in motion, making my life easier. I always said, even before I was saved, I always said that the Crohn's disease was one of my biggest blessings on my life because, for example, it made me stop drinking alcohol or it helped 
lead me to stop drinking alcohol, which I'll cover more on in my next episode and just things like that. So even before I was saved, I, I did not view that as a bad judgment on my life. I viewed it as a blessing on my life. And really, when it comes to the judgments from the Most High, because anything and everything that happens to us, if it's a bad thing, it's a judgment from the Most High. But really, the Most High is using all these judgments, all these bad things that happen in people's lives to bring them back home to the Most High God. Think about it. Think of how many people find the Most High when they're in jail, for example, right? Most people would view going to jail is a really bad thing. And yeah, that's a judgment from the Most High. But the Most High uses that for His plan and purpose because many people, when they're in jail, they find the Most High. Same thing with me. It was getting, it was a judgment when I got found out that I had the Crohn's disease, but that actually led me closer to the Most High. And that's what I always say is when people incur judgment after judgment after judgment in their lives, when all these bad things are happening, that's what's supposed to make you turn back to the most high. When someone gets diagnosed with cancer, that usually or it should make them turn back to the most high. You know what I'm saying? It should just put everything in perspective and you say, you know what? I'm sick. I want to pray to the most high. I want to just let go of all vanity and just all surface things and serve the most high. That's why even things that are bad, people th think, oh, cancer is really bad. Diseases are really bad. It's all part of the plan and purpose of the Most High. It's to bring you back home. And the Most High gives us chance after chance, day after day, to seek out the Most High, to repent, to read His Word, to keep His commandments, to fear Him. And when people don't do that, then the Most High has to take matters into His own hands by placing judgments. And it's usually little judgments, small judgments. You know, you just get sick for a couple of days and then you're fine. And that, you know, could make someone turn back to the most high. But if it doesn't, then later on in their lives, they'll get a judgment of Crohn's disease or they'll get a judgment of cancer. And all of that is to bring you closer to the most high. And many people, they don't take advantage of the judgments. They don't use those afflictions to just give it all up to the most high to turn back to the most high. They just stay in their ways. And keep not repenting, keep not seeking out the most high. And that's how they just incur more judgments, more judgments. And then when you get to the really extreme things like a terminal cancer or a really serious disease or someone dying, those are just like the last straws because the most high gave you chance after chance after chance. So it's really just a whole perspective when you fear the most high, when you realize that every single thing that's happening to us, it is all part of the plan of the most high. And that includes diseases, sickness, illness, all of this, because the most high wounds, the most high heals. He kills and he makes alive. Anything and everything that happens to us, it is all ordained in the plan and purpose of the most high. So Yah uses all this stuff for his plan and his purpose. And so really, just to explain judgments a little bit before I get into some more scriptures, just speaking about germs, as far as, as, far as judgments, like I said, the judgments are really to help someone get back to the most high. For example, with me, the most high places the initial judgment on my life of giving me Crohn's disease. And then he sees, is this going to make Rye turn back to the most high or is this going to put Rye further into wickedness? So the judgments can really be a good thing. Once that initial judgment happens, then the most high judges to see how you react. Do you turn back to the most high? Do you change your ways? Do you stop living in wickedness? Or do you not repent? Do you just say, oh, my life stinks and 
whatever. And so the judgment that happens first, it's an initial judgment. And then the most high judges to see how you react to what happened to you. So again, all of this is just the perspective and the purpose and the plan of the most high. It's to bring you back home to the most high. And like I said, with that jail example, all things that we view are bad things. A lot of the times the most high needs those bad things, those dark places, those painful situations. The most high will use them specifically to bring us back home because when our life is good, that's what I'm saying is when your life is good, most people don't want to just turn back to the most high. But when you're hurting, when you're sick, when you're in jail, when you're really low, when you're broke, all of those things, when you're broken, broken in spirit, like we, we've covered the scripture is the acceptable sacrifice to the most high is a broken spirit, a broken ruach. That's what the most high wants from you. He wants you to be broken in spirit and then turn back, get on your knees and give it all up to the most high. And you don't get to that point by being successful, by being happy, by being healthy, by having a bunch of money. That's why the scripture says you can't serve two masters. You can't serve money and God because the people who get a lot of money in this world, oftentimes they won't turn back to the most high because they're happy. Everything's good. Why would they? You know what I'm saying? They're happy in their lives. They think everything is all good. They feel like they don't need the most high. But when you're broke, broken spirit, broken hearted, broken pockets with broke, broke, no money. That's what makes you just give it all up to the most high and turn back. So all of these things, whether it's illness, whether it's jail, whether it's being broke, those low points in our lives is what brings us back to the most high. And that's why the most high will use all of these low points in his plan and his purpose. So that's how something like cancer, Crohn's disease, a virus, the disease, anything is all part of the plan of the most high. And people who are surface, who are cardinal, they don't see it that way. They just say, oh, this is so unlucky that this person got sick. It's so, you know what I'm saying? It's not unlucky. It's a judgment from the most high and it's all controlled by the most high. The scripture says, Yah wounds and he heals. Yah kills and he makes alive. It's not a, a random chance occurrence that someone catches cancer. It's not a random occurrence that someone randomly dies. They're either not in the most high's hand. So the most high lets it happen. You know what I'm saying? That That's what it is. If you're not in the most high's hand, that's how you can randomly catch something. And when you're in the most high's hand, he will not allow these serious things to happen to you. He might let smaller judgments happen to you. Like I said, you might get a headache for a day. You might get sick for a day. And that's just a small judgment just to humble you down or to make you fear the most high or seek the most high a little bit more. But all these serious things, the only reason the serious things happen is because these people are not in the hand of the most high. And when you're in the hand of the most high, no one can deliver you out. So when you're fearing the most high, keeping his commandments, serving Yah, doing the whole duty of man, Yah has no need to put these serious diagnoses, these serious illnesses on you because you're doing the whole duty of man. You're doing what, what Yah wants you to do. Um, so it's just when people are not serving the most high, not keeping the commandments, not fearing him, that they run into trouble in these serious judgments. But all of this is for the plan and purpose of the most high. So I think the explanation that I just gave really explains the Deuteronomy verse pretty well of just how no one can deliver anyone out of the most high's hand. Yah determines who is wounded, who is healed, who is alive, who dies. The most high decides that it's not just chance. It's not just luck or bad luck. It's not just random. The Most High is using all that for his plan and, and his purpose. And germs are included, right? So 
when people view the science uh, lens, when they view this through the science lens, they think that there's just germs everywhere that you could just randomly catch a disease. But if you're in the hand of the most high, the most high will not allow you to catch that disease. So what we can learn is that the most high obviously has authority over all germs, over all diseases, right? Otherwise, the Deuteronomy verse wouldn't be true because if the most high didn't choose who gets cancer, if the most high didn't choose who gets sick and who doesn't, then the Deuteronomy verse would not be true because then cancer could deliver you out of the most high's hand if the most high didn't have a say. And that's why people really don't give the most high a lot of credit. They think that people are just randomly catching cancer, that people are just randomly getting sick. The most high is the only Elohim, the only God for a reason. So he has authority over all things. He has authority over Satan. He has to approve. Satan has to get approval from the most high to do anything that he does. And the most high obviously has authority over germs and over cancer, over everything. And same thing, all this cancer that's in our foods, I'm going to get to that too um, and show some scriptures. So I'm going to get to some scriptures, but this is just what I'm saying is the people who are surface think that the most high can't control who gets cancer when it's the complete opposite. The most high has authority over germs, over cancer, over all of this. And now I want to show some scripture that really... I think easily proves this point. And so it's going to be Mark chapter seven. I'm going to read lines one through nine and then lines 13 through 23. And then I'll go somewhere else in the book of Mark showing about the cancer in our food and all things like that and show how the most high, the only people that are suffering from cancers and chemicals in our foods are people that are not in the hand of the most high. So I'm going to show that. But first, let's just go with the germs straight up. So this is Mark chapter seven, like I said, one through nine, then 13 through 23. But here's one through nine, Mark chapter seven. Then came together unto him the Pharisees and certain of the scribes, which came from Jerusalem. And when they saw some of his Talmudium, which are the disciples, eat bread with defiled, that is to say with unwashed hands, they found fault. For the Pharisees and all the Yahudium, which are the Jews, For the Pharisees and all the Yahudim, except they wash their hands oft, eat not, holding the tradition of the elders. And when they come from the market, except they wash, they eat not. And many other things there be which they have received to hold, as the washing of cups and pots, brazen vessels, and of tables. So before I go any further, pretty much they had the tradition of the elders, which is to wash their hands before they eat, and then also to wash the cups, the pots, the brazen vessels, and of tables. Then the Pharisees and scribes asked him, Why walk not your Talmudium according to the tradition of the elders, but eat bread with unwashed hands? He answered and said unto them, Well has Isaiah prophesied of you hypocrites, as it is written, This people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. Howbeit in vain do they worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men." For laying aside the commandment of Elohim, ye hold the tradition of men as the washing of pots and cups and many other such like things ye do. And he said unto them, full well ye reject the commandment of Elohim that ye may guard your own tradition. So pretty much before I go any further with lines 13 and 23, this tradition of the elders, that's not a commandment of the most high saying to wash your hands before you eat, 
to wash the cups and the pots and the tables. That is a tradition of men. The tradition of elders was a man-made commandment that they had a man-made tradition. And that's why Yahusha says they don't guard the commandments of the most high, but they're following the man-made commandments, right? And then line 13 through 23, making the word of Elohim of no effect through your tradition, which ye have delivered and many such like things do ye. And when he had called all the people unto him, he said unto them, hearken unto me, every one of you and understand there is nothing from without a man that entering into him can defile him. But the things which come out of him, those are they that defile the man. If any man have ears to hear, let him hear. And when he was entered into the house from the people, his Talmidium disciples asked him concerning the parable. And he said unto them, Are ye so without understanding also? Do ye not perceive that whatsoever thing from without enters into the man, it cannot defile him? Because it enters not into his heart, but into the belly, and goes out into the drought, purging all food. And he said, That which comes out of the man, that defiles the man. For from within, out of the heart of men, proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defile the man. So to be honest, this scripture right here, and notice line 15 says, or line 16 says, if any man have ears to hear, let him hear, right? So Yahusha says straight up, you know, people are hearing this, but they need to have ears to hear to really understand it, right? So Yahusha is saying that what goes into us cannot defile us, but it's what comes out of us, you know, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, blasphemy, pride, foolishness, all of those things are coming out of us. They're not going into us. That's defiling us. All those things are coming out of us, defiling us. It's not what goes into us. So this is the whole, the way that to me, this scripture is explaining how the most high has authority over germs because the Pharisees were not keeping the commandments of the most high, but rather they're more worried about man-made traditions. But what Yahusha is saying is that they're so worried. The Pharisees are so worried about cleaning their cups, washing their hands, cleaning the tables, but they're not keeping the commandments of the most high. So because they're not worried about keeping the commandments of the most high, that's why the most high would allow them. It would be futile for them washing their hands, washing the cups, washing the tables, because that's not what's going to make them be sick. What would make them sick is not keeping the commandments of the most high. And they would incur the judgment of getting sick. So it's futile. It's pointless to wash your hands all the time to do all this stuff because the most high is who determines who gets sick, who doesn't get sick, right? So if you are always washing your hands, but you never keep the commandments, you're still going to end up getting sick because the most high is going to allow you to get sick. And of course, just to, to a side point, there's clean things and unclean things as far as the Bible, like the most high expresses what is unclean, things are unclean. And also, most high willing, I plan to do an episode on the dietary laws, which have not been changed. The dietary laws that we get in the Torah, the first five books of the Bible, they are still in place. And I'm going to cover how certain 
versions of scripture add in a, an additional line, which is not true, saying that all clean, all foods are clean now, which is not true. The dietary laws are still in effect. So when Yahusha says nothing can go into a man that defiles him, he's not making the unclean foods clean now. I plan to do a whole episode on that, most high willing, but that's just a side point. So there's unclean things and there's clean things. And we also read not to put the most high to the test. So I'm not saying that you should always eat with defiled hands and be like, oh, well, the most high is going to protect me because we have to meet the most high in the middle. When you're in the most high's hand, but you say, oh, I'm never going to wash my hands. I'm going to do all these unclean things just to see if the most high will protect me. That's putting the most high to the test. You have to meet y'all in the middle. It's smart, obviously, to, you know, wash your hands. But what I'm saying is, that's not what determines how you get sick. If you're in the most high's hand, you can eat with undefiled, with defiled hands, with unwashed hands. And the most high is authority over the germs. So he's not going to let you get sick if you eat without washing your hands. Like, like a ritual. That's what it was. The tradition of the elders, like they had to do it every single time before they ate. And I'm saying that's not necessary because when you're really in the most high's hand, it's not the washing of your hands. It's not the washing of cups and tables that prevents the germs. It's the most high keeping you in his hand, not allowing you to be affected by the germs. And that's why the Pharisees, it was futile for them to always be washing everything because they weren't keeping the commandments of the most high. And so also just a side point here. I said I've really been thinking about this episode for a long time. I've been planning this episode since 2020. And it's really ironic because in 2020 was when the coronavirus pandemic started. You know, people who are brainwashed by the mainstream, you know, they're wiping everything with chemicals. They're washing their hands all the time. They are so fearful of the disease, so fearful of coronavirus, so fearful of germs. And it's really funny because prior to 2020, prior to me getting back into the hand of the most high, I used to be always worried about germs as well. I don't want to say that I was a germaphobe, but I was, let's say on, if on a scale of one to 10, 10 being like an extreme germaphobe, one being not a germaphobe at all, like on that scale, like I was probably like a five maybe, but just as far as regular people, I was probably at like a seven, like not a real germaphobe. Like I wasn't really scared of germs, but I was always washing my hands, always thinking about that stuff. And it's really ironic because in 2020, when I found the most high, when I got back into the most high's hand, that's what saved me up out of, I, I don't fear germs anymore at all. I don't fear germs anymore at all. And it's really funny because it was in 2020, everyone went more uh, many people became more germaphobes they became more scared of germs more conscious of germs and in 2020 i went the exact opposite way not scared of germs and not even thinking about that stuff anymore like i, I wasn't an actual germaphobe but i always was thinking about that stuff and now i never think about it and i never fear it at all because i'm in the most highest hand so it's just really interesting and that's why i've been planning on this episode literally since 2020 that was the year that saved me out of fearing germs and being a germaphobe, quote unquote, so to speak. And it's funny because in 2020, many people became germaphobes while people in truth went the opposite way, 
not fearing it at all, not fearing the coronavirus, not fearing diseases at all. We fear the most high. That is it. So don't get me wrong. I still wash my hands. However, I'm not always worried about washing my hands because I know that I'm in the hand of the most high and Yah has authority over all the germs, all the unclean things. And like I said, we never want to put the most high to the test. So it would be foolish to say, oh, like I'm never going to wash my hands before I eat. That would be incredibly foolish. You're putting the most high to the test by doing that. But also before to put it in perspective for you, before I was saved, before I was in the hand of the most high, I would always keep the tradition of the elders, always, always, always wash my hands before I ate. And if I didn't, I would be thinking about it. I would be fearful of it. I would be like, oh, you know, what if I get sick? What if this happens now? Yeah, I'll still wash my hands before I eat. But there's also points where it's no big deal if you don't, or I just don't even think about it because it's not about putting the most high to the test. You want to meet the most high in the middle. You want to take care of stuff on your end, but you can't be scared of germs. You have to fear the most high and you don't want to be like, oh, I'll just always eat with defiled hands. That would be putting the most high to the test. So it's a balance, obviously, just like with all things, you have to be balanced. You have to be moderate with it, but we cannot fear germs. We can't fear not doing the tradition of the elders, but rather we have to fear the most high and that is it. And just to give a quick example before I get back to the scriptures, just a quick example and comparison from really my old life to my new life. Before I was saved, before I was in the hand of the most high, if I was walking around somewhere, whether it be in my neighborhood or just really anywhere, if I saw, let's say like a water bottle or some type of trash or garbage on the ground, I pretty much would never pick it up. Um, whereas now, because I would view it as like really dirty and just that there's germs on it and I wouldn't even want to touch it. Now, though, if I'm walking around somewhere and I see like a water bottle or just, you know, a random piece of trash, I'll usually pick it up and throw it away, you know, within reason, you know, if it's something that looks like, you know, I wouldn't pick up like a Band-Aid or something like that because that actually could have something on it. I just wouldn't. But if it's within reason, just a water bottle, a Gatorade bottle, something random, I usually will just pick it up and throw it away and think nothing of it. And because the reason for this is, you know, that's not keeping the commandments of the most high, but that's still just generally a good thing to do. Just if you see something, pick it up and throw it away, just keeping the earth, you know, in a better state, you know what I'm saying? And even more importantly than just keeping the earth in a better state, I also like to pick things up because I don't want an animal to like, just say I see like a bottle cap or something on the ground. I'll usually pick that up because I don't want an animal like a squirrel or something random to like choke on that thinking it's food. So more important than even just keeping the earth in a good state is also picking things up to keep, you know, animals really away from things that are not food. Um, if they might think that it is food or something like that. And I'm not saying this to exalt myself. I'm just trying to give you an example of how I view the germs now, because that's generally a good thing to do. The Most High is not going to punish you by making something bad happen with germs, so to speak, by picking up a bottle and throwing it away. Whereas before I was living in fear, I would be too fearful to pick up a water bottle and throw it away because I'm like, oh, I don't know what's on it. Whereas now I'll pick it up, throw it away, think nothing of it. And then of course, you know, if I get back from my walk or I get home, then I'll wash my hands, obviously. But 
before that would really bother me and my hand I would feel that my hands were dirty if I picked up a water bottle and threw it out whereas now I could do that and think nothing of it because the most high is not gonna if you're doing a good thing like that the most high is going to protect you if you're in his hand of course keeping his commandments and fearing him and so that's just an example for you and really another side point before I get back to the scriptures as far as like hand sanitizer and all these cleaning chemicals like Clorox wipes things like that for people who are not in the hand of the most high these products are pretty much designed there's chemicals in them really designed to increase people getting cancer same thing with things that are in our food there's things in our food to make people develop cancer same thing with hand sanitizers clorox wipes all these cleaning chemicals so the people who are not honoring the ways of the most high not fearing him not keeping his commandments not in the hand of the most high they're actually opening themselves up to more darkness by constantly using hand sanitizer constantly wiping things down with clorox wipes because there's chemicals and things in there that are actually dangerous to humans. But when you're in the hand of the Most High, it doesn't matter if you eat the food that has this stuff in it. It doesn't matter if you use these products once in a while because you're in the hand of the Most High. He's not going to allow that darkness to come near you. But the people who are not in the hand of the Most High, they're actually opening themselves up to more darkness by always wiping things down, always using hand sanitizer because they're not keeping the commandments and those products have things in them that are dangerous to humans and so i'm going to get to more scriptures but just keep that in mind when you're in the hand of the most high I, i've alluded to this before all our food all the stuff that's in our food and our water and all these products there's dangerous things to humans and it's purposely done that way because all these products are coming from the dark side coming from the mainstream that's why you need your spiritual covering of the most high your spiritual hedge about you so the most high won't allow these products to affect you so it's no big deal you shouldn't fear using a clorox wiper you shouldn't fear using hand sanitizer but all these people who are scared of the coronavirus always wiping things down always using hand sanitizer if they're not in the hand of the most high they're actually opening themselves up even more um so they think they're fighting off germs but this is all spiritual and that's why it's just important to fear the most high and not fear the food that we're eating, not fear the chemicals and the Clorox wipes, not fear what's in the hand sanitizer. You have to just fear the most high. And whether you're picking up something off the ground and throwing it away, fear the most high. Whether you're using hand sanitizer once in a while, if you have to, or whatever the case may be, just fear the most high. You don't have to say, oh, I'm never going to use a Clorox wipe. I'm never going to use hand sanitizer again because there might be a time where you touch something that is really unclean and it might be beneficial to use hand sanitizer real quick. But you have to be balanced with everything and just fear the most high. You can't fear what's in our food. You can't fear what's in these products, but fear the most high. That's the bottom line. Fear y'all. So to get back to this scripture, what I'm saying is that the Pharisees were not keeping the commandments in the Most High. They were more worried about washing their hands, washing their cups, washing their tables. Yet the Most High is what determines and who determines who gets sick, who lets germs get near them. The Most High determines that. So the truth is when you keep the commandments of the Most High, you don't have to fear germs at all. You just fear the Most High and he's got you. And you don't want to put the most high of the test, but you could not wash the table. You could not wash your hands and the most high will not allow you to get sick.
because the most high wounds and the most high heals and the most high kills and the most high makes alive and no one can deliver out of the most high's hand. And then also in the book of Mark chapter 16, line 18, initially, they shall take up serpents and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. But again, line 18, they shall take up serpents And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them because I'll read the the full scripture with the context. So it's Mark 16 lines 15 through 20. I'll just read it all. And he said unto them, go ye into all the world and preach the basura, the gospel to every creature. He that believes and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believes not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils, they shall speak with new tongues, they shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. So then, after Adonai had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven, and sat on the right hand of Elohim. And they went forth and preached everywhere, Yahuwah working with them, and confirming the word with signs following. Amen. So Yahuwah, the Most High, confirmed this word with signs following that, just like it says, they shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. So this scripture also proves the Deuteronomy scripture true as well, that no one can deliver out of the Most High's hand. Even if someone drinks a deadly thing, the Most High is authority over that deadly thing, just like the Most High is authority over germs. The Most High has authority over cancer diseases the most high has authority over it all this is yah's world and so again you don't want to put the most high of the test if you pour up a cup of something deadly and just drink it and say oh let's see if the most high protects me you're putting the most high to the test but when push comes to shove if you drink something that has germs in it and i'm going to get to the germ theory exposed and explained now now that i covered the most high points but What I'm saying is if you drink something that has germs on it, quote unquote, the most high will protect you. If you drink something that's deadly, the most high will protect you. If you say, oh, I'm going to purposely eat something that's unclean. I'm going to purposely drink a deadly thing and see if the most high protects me. No, of course, that's putting the most high to the test. But when you just live your life, when you're not fearful of this, when you're not fearful of that, the most high's got you. He's you're in his hand. He wounds, he heals, he makes alive, he kills. No one can deliver out of the Most High's hand. So when you're in Yah's hand, all things are subject to the Most High. A deadly drink, germs, diseases, cancer, all of that is subject to the Most High. All of that is in under control by the Most High. So to me, the, these scriptures in the book of Mark, the Mark chapter 7, speaking about the tradition of the elders, and again, It says in line 16, let those that have ears to hear, hear what it's saying. Many people hear it, but they won't understand it. And same thing with Mark chapter 16, speaking about drinking the deadly thing, and it will not hurt them because the Most High is in control of all of this. And when you're in the Most High's hand, nothing can deliver you out of the Most High's hand. No one and nothing can deliver you out of the Most High's hand. That is truth. All glory to Yah. Praise Yah. Hallelujah. So I truly hope that I explain both of those scriptures appropriately in the book of Mark. But again, Mark chapter 7, line 16, if any man have ears to hear, let him hear. So whether my explanation is sufficient or not, 
If you have ears to hear my beloved, you should understand what I'm saying. And it goes back to Deuteronomy 32, 39. No one can deliver anyone out of the most high's hand. The most high wounds, the most high heals, the most high kills, the most high makes alive. No one can deliver out of the most high's hand. And that's why Yahusha in Mark chapter seven, speaking about the Pharisees with the tradition of the elders, they weren't keeping the commandments of the most high. They were keeping man-made commandments, man-made traditions. And that's why them washing everything was futile. Just like in our world, people who are always washing their hands that are scared of the coronavirus, wiping everything down with chemicals. That's not preventing anyone from being sick. What prevents you from being sick is keeping the commandments of the most high, fearing the most high, because when you do that stuff, fear the most high and keep his commandments, he will not allow the germs to get you. He will not allow a disease to get you. And that's how you could do something like eating without washing your hands and you'll be fine. If you put the most high of the test, that's a different story, but we gotta be balanced. We gotta have understanding. If any man have ears to hear, let him hear. And even in Mark chapter 16, if any man drinks any deadly thing when they're in the hand of the most high, Yah's got them, it will not hurt them. So honestly, like I said, and like the scripture says, if any man have ears to hear, let him hear. And for me, when I read and understood these scriptures, this is what saved me out of, you know, I don't know if it was these scriptures exactly, but to me, these scriptures show how the most high, these scriptures prove how the Most High has authority over germs, over diseases, over everything, in addition to just Deuteronomy 32.39, because Deuteronomy 32.39 says, the Most High wounds, the Most High heals, the Most High kills, the Most High makes alive, the Most High, no one can deliver anyone out of the hand of the Most High. So that just says it simply, but to me, these Mark verses give specific examples and showing how it's not about washing your hands. It's the Most High has authority over the germs. So for me, the real peace of mind came when I understood Mark chapter 7. And when I understood Mark chapter 16, it says, let me let me go through it again, because th this is the end of the book, the last chapter of, of the book of Mark and line 15. And he said unto them, go ye into all the world and preach the basura to every creature. He that believes and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believes not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. So then after Adonai had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of Elohim. And they went forth and preached everywhere. Yahuwah working with them and confirming the word with signs following. Amen. And... It says, go into all the world and preach the basura to every creature. He that believes and is baptized shall be saved. You guys know I believe in Yah and you guys have heard me speak about me being rebaptized last year in 2020. So I'm just going to go through this. He that believes and is baptized shall be saved. You know, I believe and you know, I've been baptized and these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, in Yahusha's name, shall they cast out devils. You've heard me do that. Re rebuke darkness, rebuke darkness in Yahusha's name. They shall speak with new tongues. You hear me speaking Hebrew and teaching, helping you learn the Hebrew words as well on here. Speaking in new tongues, the Hebrew tongue. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. These words, these scriptures, they're not exaggerations. This is truth. The Most High, when you're in the Most High's hand, when you believe, when you're baptized, when you're born again, when you're in the hand of the Most High, this is truth. 
You could cast out devils. You could drink something deadly and it will not hurt you because Yah's got us. Glory to Yah in the highest. Praise Yah. Glory to Yah. Hallelujah. So these scriptures are so powerful. And like it says, let any man that has ears to hear, let him hear and understand this. And just to try and explain it one more time, as far as Mark chapter 7 on the tail end of that from lines, you know, 13 to 23, you know, or on the tail end of that around line 21. For from within, out of the heart of men, proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defile the man. So that's what I'm saying is if you do these things, if you're a fornicator, if you're a murderer, if you're a thief, if you're wicked, if you're deceitful, if you blaspheme, foolishness, pride, all these things come from within. So if you are doing those things, if you're not keeping the commandments, because when you're keeping the commandments and fearing the most high, you're not doing those things that I just described, all that wickedness. So if you are not keeping the commandments of the most high, and thus you are doing those things that I just described, all of that wickedness is coming from within you. And that's what defiles you because you're not keeping the commandments of the most high, because you're not living righteous, but rather living wickedly doing those things. That's why that will defile you and the most high will let you become defiled by germs and diseases because you're not in the hand of the most high. You're not keeping his commandments, walking in righteousness, fearing the most high, but rather you're doing all those other things. So that's why if you're being a fornicator, if you're a murderer and not repenting for these things, if you're being foolish, blaspheming, if you're doing all that stuff, it doesn't matter how many times you wash your hands. It doesn't matter how many times you wash the table because the defilement is coming from within you. The Most High will let you become defiled by germs and diseases and stuff because all that other defilement is within you. But when you're clean and pure within yourself, that's how the Most High will not allow you to be corrupted and contaminated by outside diseases. And just to be clear and to reiterate it in line 18, it says, And he said unto them, Are ye so without understanding also? Do you not perceive that whatsoever thing from without enters into the man, it cannot defile him because it enters not into his heart, but into the belly and goes out into the drop, purging all food. Many people try and use that scripture and say, oh, Yahusha did away with the dietary laws. He says nothing that goes in you can't defile you. That's not what he's saying. He's not saying you can eat unclean foods and it won't defile you. Yahusha says that he's not here to abolish the law or the prophets and until heaven and earth pass away, not a stroke or not a word and not a stroke of a word will pass away from the law. He's not here to abolish the law and the prophets. He's here to fulfill it. So Yahusha did not get rid of the law, which gives us the dietary laws. So I, I do plan to do an episode on that most high willing, explaining more about the dietary laws. Um, for example, swine's flesh, pig, lobster, crabs, shrimp, all that is unclean foods. I'm going to go through some, some of the unclean foods and give an actual list for you and just explain a little bit more. But to be clear, Yahusha did not do away with the dietary laws. That's not what he was saying. That's a different context for this scripture. And people want to take this scripture out of context. That's not what he was saying. The dietary laws are still in effect. Yahushua said he's not here to abolish the law or the prophets. He's here to fulfill it and not one word, not one letter, not one stroke of a letter of the law are passing away. 
until heaven and earth pass away. So Yahusha did not do away with the dietary laws. And that's just also when it comes to some of these newer versions of scripture. That's why that's why the Sefer has become my main version of scripture, both on this series and just in my personal life, because, you know, versions like the New Revised Standard Version, the New International Version, the newer versions of scripture, they can be good in some ways, but they're bad in some ways as well, because in those translations, they're adding scriptures like in, in different passages saying, oh, thus Yahusha made all foods clean. That's not what he was doing. And they're just adding in scriptures um, wrongly and inappropriately. So that's why some of the newer versions are bad in that sense. Um, so you have to just understand and discern depending on which scriptures you are reading from. That's why the Sefer is really what I think the best um, to learn from personally and to read from on this series. And just a side point before I get into some more of this germ theory outside of the uh, lens of the most high, as far as my Instagram, which is Wilson Ryan underscore underscore, I'm starting to post more on my Instagram, um, posting videos of me explaining scripture points, a lot of things that I've already covered on this series, but the reason I'm taking to Instagram is I just want to really make the most out of that platform and just reach some more people. I'm actually noticing that my podcast episodes are getting less views, um, lower views. I'm not sure why that is, but um, that's kind of why I've just been putting some more attention towards Instagram because when I put those videos out of me speaking, it gets you know more views than the podcast is getting right now. So I've just been putting some attention on Instagram. So that's Wilson Ryan underscore underscore. If you're not following me on IG, it's a lot of points that I've covered on this series, but I'm just doing new explanations, me on video, explaining some points. So you could check that out. Wilson Ryan underscore underscore. And I actually got a comment on my video, a comment speaking about the Bible being manipulated. And like I've covered on this series before, the most high allows the dark side to manipulate the Bible only in ways that are approved by the most high, like we covered in the last episode. And like I mentioned earlier, Satan has to get permission from the most high for anything and everything that he does. So that includes when they translate the Bible, when they add those additional scriptures, like I mentioned saying, Oh, Yahusha made or Jesus made the all foods clean. No, we didn't. They're just manipulating scripture in that way. Satan gets permission in small ways to manipulate scripture, like translating the names adding in different verses like that and removing certain books. That's why in the Sefer, we get the book of Jubilees, the book of Jasher, the book of Enoch, the removed books. So Satan had, Satan got permission from the Most High to do certain things, small things, adding certain lines like the food thing, um, changing and translating the names, removing books, but they don't have free reign. Satan does not have free reign to just remove and change anything that he wants with the scripture, only in ways that are approved by the most high and the most high only approves small changes like the name translations and just small things like that. And the most high approves it because it's all for the plan and purpose of the most high and Yah's ways are not our ways. His ways and his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. Uh, so we can't really comprehend and know every reason as to why the most high allows, you know, the names to be translated and certain things to be changed like that. But any changes that happen to the Bible, to scripture, they are only small changes that the most high approves and allows for his plan and his purpose. So that's just a side point. Again, that came from an Instagram comment. And because I'm posting more videos, more scripture explanations over on Instagram, 
Wilson Ryan underscore underscore. And also my Twitter is Ryan Michael 11. I'll throw that in here right now. And so now I'm going to plug in a video from Dr. Laureen Day really explaining this germ theory and I think a really simple explanation, but you could go on BitChute and just search germ theory and you will get countless videos from countless doctors explaining and showing how what we've been told about germs is actually a lie. And many people like Dr. Andrew Kaufman, Dr. Laureen Day are just a couple names, but just go on BitChute and just search germ theory and you can have your your choice of however many rabbit holes, however many video, videos you want to go and look through to understand the germ theory. That's why I'm not going to explain it. I'm not really good with the science terms and explanations. That's why I'll let Dr. Laureen Day explain the germ theory. But again, the germ theory is a theory. If you just Google germ theory, it is the current accepted theory about germs. It's a theory, right? And that's why doctors and scientists can explain how it's a lie. And like I covered a couple episodes ago in the firmament episode, that's why it's so important to understand that space is a lie because in our textbooks, they weren't just putting half truths. They weren't just keeping truth from us. They were outwardly telling us lies, telling us that space is real is a lie, telling us that germs cause diseases and stuff is a lie. That's what you're going to find when you go down the rabbit hole of understanding the germ theory. So I'm going to play this video. It's like a 10 minute video of the germ theory explanation from Dr. Laureen Day. But again, you could go on BitChute and just search germ theory and have your choice of any of these doctors explaining the germ theory for you. But I'm going to play this video. It's about 10 minutes long. And then I'll give some additional thoughts after the video. And then I'll wrap this episode up. So here's the germ theory explained. Now I want to tell you something else about bacteria and viruses. I want you to picture this. In your city, the um, garbage collectors have just gone on strike. So you have had no pickup for your garbage in, say, three weeks. Well, your garbage can is overflowing, and what is happening is that you're collecting mice and rats and flies and all sorts of other vermin and insects because they feed on the rotting garbage. So it is rotting garbage that attracts the vermin, that clean it up. If we didn't have those kinds of animals to clean up the mess and vultures to clean up the dead animals in the road, the, the world would be overrun with the carcasses of dead animals and all sorts of garbage. So these vermin are very important to clean up the dead and dying tissue. But let me ask you, if you see a dead animal in the road, did it attract the vulture or did the vulture attract the dead animal? Well, obviously, the dead animal uh, attracted the vulture, the cleanup crew. It's the same way. It's the rotting garbage, the dead and dying tissue in the rotting garbage, meat and other things that attracts the cleanup crew. And it attracts the rats and the mice and the uh, insects. So think about this. It is the rotting tissue that attracts the cleanup crew, not the other way around. So we have all these things to clean up the earth. Well, God has given us a cleanup system for our body as well. And guess what they are? They're bacteria and viruses. 
bacteria and viruses do not cause disease. Now, this is different from what you, everything you have ever heard. And this goes back 150 years between Pasteur, who was uh, the one who developed the pasteurization of milk, Pasteur and Beauchamp. Are, are, you, saying, are you saying it's not the bugs, it's the terrain? Well, it, yeah, well, yes, it is. It's your immune system. What it is, is you damage your immune system by the way you live, think, act, eat, and handle stress, and you cause the dead and dying tissue. And we are covered with, with bacteria and viruses all the time. They're all over our skin. They're in our nose. They're in our mouth. They're in our gastrointestinal tract. They never bother us until we get our immune system in bad shape by not getting enough sleep, by eating too much sugar, by eating a bunch of processed crap food, um, or, or by being angry and, and triggering our flight or flight reaction, which pours cortisol into our body and suppresses our immune system. We give ourselves disease. And it's the bacteria and viruses that come in to clean up the mess. They are the cleanup crew, just like the rats and the, um, the other ver vermin and the vultures that clean up the dead tissue. We have dead and dying tissue in our body when we don't treat our body correctly by uh, tr uh, properly uh, living, thinking, acting, eating, and handling stress. So we cause the disease. And it's the cleanup crew that comes in to clean it up. But when it cleans up the toxins and pours them into the bloodstream, and then those toxins sometimes give us a headache, and then we feel sick, and it gives us a stomach ache, it's the toxins that the bacteria and virus are cleaning up. Just remember, the pile of garbage attracts the cleanup crew. So as I say frequently, uh, germs don't cause disease any more than flies cause garbage. Flies do not cause garbage. Garbage attracts flies. It's the dead and dying tissue in our body from the way we are abusing our body by the way we were living, thinking, acting, eating, and handling stress that attract the cleanup crew. All these bacteria and viruses that are in our body, in our nose, in our mouth, on our skin, don't bother us at all as long as our immune system is working properly. But then when we um, uh, get, don't have enough sleep, we eat too much sugar or what, and then we have, we have damaged our body, then the cleanup crew comes in to clean it up. But then we go to the doctor and get a drugs, maybe an antibiotic or something that stops the cleanout process. So when we do that over and over again, first of all, the antibiotics that you take will wipe out the good bacteria in your colon, which are 30, that's 33% of your entire immune system. So you can't fight disease. So when they talk about autoimmune disease, oh, your immune system gets too strong and that's why you get rheumatoid arthritis and all these other things. That's baloney. That is absolute baloney. That's like saying, don't get too healthy because if you're too healthy, you'll be sick. You can't have uh, uh, an immune system that's too strong. That's like being too healthy. It's, it's a suppression of your immune system by the way you're eating, living, and handling stress. That is the problem, not that it's too strong. So doctors work at the wrong end of every single disease. Let me give you an example. If you have a child, eight-year-old child, who's very sick with the chicken pox, 
and the child has chickenpox marks in his skin. Would you take that child to the surgeon and say, oh, cut out all the chickenpox marks in my son's skin so he'll be well? Well, no parent would ever do that. They know that the chickenpox marks in the skin are a result of a sick body. When the sick body gets well, the chicken pox marks will automatically go away. The problem is the sick body, not the chicken pox marks in the skin. They're a result of the sick body. By the way, it's the same way with cancer. And that's how I got well from fourth stage cancer. The cancer is not the problem. It is a sick body. And the problem is most people don't feel sick when they're diagnosed with cancer, but their body is very sick. Their immune system is very suppressed in order to develop cancer. And so the doctors are always trying to cut out the tumor, burn out the tumor with radiation, poison out the tumor with chemotherapy, all of which usually kills the patient before it kills the cancer. But what I did to get well from cancer is I changed everything about my life because of my work and because of things I was doing. I was abusing my body. I never drank. I didn't do drugs, but I was operating night and day, sometimes 72 hours straight. I drank a lot of coffee in order to do that because as a trauma surgeon, when you've got patients lined up outside of your operating room who will die if you don't operate on them or be maimed for life, you can't say, I'm tired. I'm going home. You have to stay there and do it. So I ate a lot of sugar. I drank a lot of coffee in order to stay awake to help these people, but I was destroying my body. And so what I did as a doctor, I knew doctors don't get anybody well from any disease. That's why I became a trauma surgeon. Because if you're run over by a truck, if you fall out a window, if you're shot or stabbed, you need somebody like me to put you back together. But that's not a disease. That's trauma. That's not caused by the way you live, think, act, eat, and handle stress. That's an accident. Doctors never get anybody well from diseases because they give you drugs, which cause additional diseases and only treat the symptoms, never the underlying cause. Or they cut off your body parts or cut out your organs. Well, I had breast cancer. I knew I didn't develop breast cancer because I had too many breasts. So cutting one or both of them off was not going to cure me. But doctors are all brainwashed and that's all they know how to do. And so uh, they work at the wrong end of every disease. And it's the same way with this. They're working at the wrong end. And they'll tell you, oh, you know, have uh, all sorts of uh, cleaning agents in your house. And, and it's, it's a good thing to wash your hands, definitely, with soap. You don't need all these other crazy things to do it. And because they're, they're trying to work at the wrong end, what you need to do is you need to rebuild your immune system so you won't get the disease. But people are eating fast food. They're eating lots of sugar. They're drinking lots of energy drinks. They're destroying their body with a lot of coffee and, um, and soda and alcohol and, um, and anger and lack of forgiveness and not enough sunlight and, and not enough sleep at the proper time of night, not enough drinking water. Get your body well, and then you're not going to get the disease because ger uh, germs don't cause disease. It's your sick body that you have done to yourself that puts you in a vulnerable position to get sick, and then the the uh, bacteria and viruses just move up to move in to clean up the mess. And so you know, in that video. The doctor was speaking about our immune systems and I kind of just want to bring it all together. So undoubtedly what I covered at the start of this episode is that the Most High has authority over germs and over all these diseases. 
and that germ theory is just kind of more of a science explanation for it. But ultimately, the Most High is in control of all of it. But in that video, you heard about our immune systems. And even I've spoken about, you know, getting your immune system up, getting your immune system healthy, because all that is important. Like I said, we have to meet the Most High halfway. We have to if we just say, oh, we're in the hand of the Most High, we don't have to take care of ourselves, we don't have to do this or that or the other, we're putting the Most High to the test. So you want to make the Most High have to do as less work as possible. You want to make it as easy as possible to stay in the hand of the Most High. And that means taking care of your body, making sure your immune system is up. So right now we're at the end of the summer, we have the month of August. And you know, if you want to count the month of September as well, Make sure you're getting outside. I covered this at the start of um, the summer saying, make sure you get outside and make sure you get your exercise. All of that's important. So in August, in September, make sure you're utilizing this time to get outside, especially if more lockdowns are coming in the fall or in these months. So in August, September, get outside, make sure you're working out, make sure you're exercising, make sure you're drinking your water. That is so important to flush out all this all this stuff, you know, flush it out with water, flush it out with prayer, seeking out the most high. So drink your water, get your exercise, get your immune system up, get fresh air, get outside, get a sweat going, do some push-ups, go for a run, whatever you have to do. And all of that will help boost your immune system, catch up on your exercise, get some good sleep, you know, as far as keeping the commandments of the most high, the fourth commandment is honoring the Shabbat. Once a week, we get a day of rest. Friday sundown to Saturday sundown, that's Yah's day of rest. So we should be resting one day a week, you know, take your naps on those days. Rest, read some scripture, seek out the most high, drink some water. It's a day to eat and to drink. So make sure you're drinking your water on all days. Make sure you're resting on all days, but especially on the Shabbat, get your rest, take a nap if you want to. That's a day to rest. So catch up on your sleep, get your immune system up, and it will just help. The Most High won't have to protect you. He won't have to fight as hard for you because we know the Most High fights for us. Yah won't have to fight as hard for you if you're doing the stuff on your end. We have to meet Yah in the middle, meet Yah halfway. We're in the hand of the Most High, but we can't put the Most High to the test. So take care of what you can take care of on your end. Make sure your immune system's right. Exercise, drink your water, rest, get good sleep. You know what I'm saying? And that's how you'll be healthy and when you're in the hand of the Most High, you'll have that glow, you'll have that shine, you'll have that true health, true wealth from the Most High. So it's a balance. We got to be balanced with it. So that's why I wanted to attack this episode from two different perspectives. One from the perspective of the Most High showing that all of this is in control of the Most High and no one can deliver us out of the Most High's hand, but also kind of give you the science explanation of the germ theory exposed and just how it is important to have our immune systems up, but ultimately the Most High will fight for you. The Most High will protect you. Once you're in the hand of the Most High, no one can deliver you out, no matter what your immune system is looking like. However, we don't want to put the Most High to the test, so that's why we want to do the work on our end, take care of what we need to take care of on our end, get yourself in the best possible health, and that's how you'll be in the best possible position. You'll be in the Most High's hand. You'll have a strong immune system. You'll have Yah fighting for you and you won't be putting the most out of the test. And then if anything comes up, Yah will be able to easily fight for you and he won't have to go as hard protecting you because you took care of the stuff on your end. So like I said, we have August, we have September, we have potential lockdowns coming. So enjoy the time outside, enjoy the fresh air, enjoy the sun, 
get a sweat going. Like I said, go for a run, go for a walk, do some push-ups, drink your water, fast if you want to, be careful fasting. I've done a bunch of fasting episodes, but make sure you're careful. Make sure you're reading or drinking a bunch of water. Make sure you're reading scripture, seeking out the most high. You know what I'm saying? We have to flush away spiritually, just like we're flushing away with water. You know what I'm saying? All this prayer, fasting, repenting, drinking water, all this goes together. Take care of your body physically, mentally, spiritually, and that's how you'll be on point. And when you're in the hand of the most high, no one can deliver you out. So it's a balance. It truly is a balance. And that's why, you know, these spiritual concepts, you have to be balanced with it. You have to be moderate with it, everything in moderation. And that's how you'll really just be on point. So be balanced with everything. Seek out the most high, ask him for understanding. You know, if you're confused about what you should do, what you shouldn't do, seek out the most high. You know what I'm saying? I can tell you to a certain extent what I think is right to do, but seek out the most high. He'll help you and he'll boost your immune system and he's got you. Once you're in the hand of the most high, Yah's got you. So fear the most high, keep his commandments, do the whole duty of man like we covered in TPR 153. This right here is TPR 156 and I kind of previewed some episodes that might be coming shortly only if the most high allows, only if it's in the plan and the purpose of the most high only most high willing, Yah willing. So we're going to see what's going on. Like I said, over on Instagram, Wilson Ryan underscore underscore, I'm coming with different types of content. I'm really just taking matters into my own hands because I want to utilize that platform. And when I would just post clips of the podcast, it that there would be hardly any views. It was really heavily shadow banned over on Instagram on my IGTV. So I said, oh, let me try and do some videos of me actually on camera speaking and it gets triple the amount of views and triple the amount of views that the podcast gets as of right now. So, you know, I'm like, you know, maybe I should start doing some more content over there. I want to be as balanced as possible with the podcast, my Instagram content, just getting the message out there, getting the good news out there, preaching the gospel, preaching the basura to every creature, just like we are commanded to do. So, you know, I'm pretty sure that's everything for this episode. I covered a lot in this episode, and this was a long-awaited episode. I've been planning and scheming on this since 2020, and it's all Yah's plan, Yah's purpose, Yah's timing, you know what I'm saying? I can't rush a single thing. Even if I wanted to put this out before, I had to wait till right now, till the right time, to do it. It's all Yah's plan, Yah's purpose, and that's why it's all glory to Yah. It's His work, His plan, His timing, His glory. Glory to Yah. Praise Yah. Hallelujah. So I thank you, my beloved, for listening. If you have any questions, you can also email the show, which is pod.tpr at gmail.com. In addition to my social medias, Wilson Ryan underscore underscore on Instagram. Ask me a question. I kind of previewed some potential episodes, most high willing. If you want me to do an episode on anything, let me know. If you want me to do an Instagram video explaining something, let me know. Reach out to me. You're always welcome to hit me up and ask me a random question. I don't care if it's random out of nowhere. I don't care if we've never spoken before. I don't even know. I only know a few people personally that listen to this series. The rest of you guys, I don't even know who who's actually listening. I know a few people I've reached out and they're like, yeah, I listen to the podcast and I love you guys for that. And the people that I don't know that are listening, I love you guys too. So if you if you don't know me or I don't know you and you want to just randomly hit me up and be like, I'm listening, 
let me know. Like I said, the views have been down over here on this series. So if you want to share this with someone, I'm not doing it for the views, but that's why I'm taking some content over to Instagram because I just want to be balanced, reaching as many people as possible. So when I know who I'm speaking to, it's a little bit easier for me to target the content and just make it make sense. But ultimately, I'm just preaching the gospel, preaching the basura, preaching the good news to every creature. Like I'm commanded, whoever wants to listen, they can listen. I don't care if I get one view on a podcast episode. I don't care if I get one view on an Instagram video because that one view, it might just change everything for that person that hears it. And every single time I put out an episode, every single time I put out a video, any type of content, I'm learning from it. I'm benefiting it as well because the plan and the purpose of the Most High is so elaborate. We can't even comprehend Yah's ways. His ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. So we can't even comprehend all that Yah's, Yah does. Yah's plan is so beautiful. It's always the perfect timing. I said this before, if you're waiting for your blessing or if you just got your blessing, Yah's timing is perfect. His, his timing is beautiful. Don't rush it. Don't sweat it. Don't lose faith. Yah is coming. He's got you. He's going to come through for you. He's got your blessing. And if you've already got your blessing, just keep thanking him. Thank the Most High. Give all glory to the Most High. You're right on time. Yah is always on time. His timing and his plan is beautiful. So elaborate. So in-depth. So beautiful. And that's why it's all glory to Yah. So I thank you, my beloved. I love you, my beloved. Stay strong out here. Stay woke out here. Keep seeking out the Most High. Keep repenting. Keep reading scripture. Much love and blessings and peace and faith. You know what I'm saying? Yah will fill you up with peace. He'll fill you up with understanding. And it's just a beautiful thing, man. I love you guys. Matthew 28, 19. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Ruach HaKadosh, teaching them to guard at all things whatsoever I've commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. And so the Ruach HaKadosh obviously is the Holy Spirit. And now that I read this scripture speaking about baptizing, I've spoken about the baptisms on this series before. And, you know, I don't want to say what is required for our salvation because that's all up to the plan and purpose of the Most High. But, you know, I've been rebaptized. I covered it on this series. And we are commanded to walk as Yahusha walked. And obviously Yahusha was baptized as many of the people in the Bible were baptized. So Yahusha HaMashiach gave us the example of Yahusha being baptized. So that's why we are to walk exactly how he walked. And that means the baptism as well. I don't want to say, oh, you need to do this. You need to do that. But you know what I'm saying? We are to walk how Yahusha walked and Yahusha was baptized. So there's several meanings when it says baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Ruach HaKadosh. But if you have that chance to be baptized or if you have been thinking about it or if you haven't thought about it, you might want to think about getting baptized, being rebaptized, because we are to walk how Yahusha walked and Yahusha gave us that example of the baptism. So we are to walk as Yahusha walked as best that we can. So just something for you to consider, my beloved. That's an additional point for you. Much love and just stay blessed. I love you. First John 2, 6 through 8. 
He that says he abides in him ought himself also so to walk, even as he walked. Brethren, I write no new commandment unto you, but an old commandment which ye had from the beginning. The old commandment is the word which ye have heard from the beginning. Again, a new commandment I write unto you, which thing is true in him and in you, because the darkness is past and the true light now shines. Love.